This episode of the 614 Startups Podcast is brought to you by Ecove Capital. Are you a researcher or an inventor with a product or technology you want to commercialize and you're not quite sure how to get started? The team at Ecove can help you validate your idea, secure funding, and provide the support necessary to help your startup succeed. Check out Ecove Capital for more details. And Thompson Hine. Whether you just have an idea or a newly created startup or already working to scale, Thompson Hines' team of early and growth stage attorneys will provide you the support you need to get funded and succeed. Created to meet the needs and budgets of startups, Thompson Hines' quick launch has menu-based pricing and tons of great content. Visit thquicklaunch.com today. 614 Startups Nation, welcome to another episode of the 614 Startups Podcast. This is Elio Harmon, your host, and I'm here with a very, very special guest, my man Sam Badu of Restart. What's up, Sam? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Um, absolutely been looking forward to it. All right, man, loosen up. You, you're giving me the proper greeting. It's good to have you, man. We're going to just chop it up about your business, about your company. I know you have a lot that you've been working on. You've been focused, no distractions. You've been getting it in, and I know you're going to tell us a lot about what you have going on with Restart, but at the top of every episode, we start with the personal. So who is Sam Badu? Who am I, depending on which day, it might be different. I have myself. I have my army self. I have my Ghanaian African self. And then I have the person that I've come to discover, uh, living in Columbus, living in America, living in a different place. Um, So it's different dimensions, same person. The one constant is the fact that I'm an African trying to find my way here in America. Building relationships is fundamental to me. And what has made me the person that I am at this point are all the people and all the relationships that have influenced the person that I am to make me a serial social entrepreneur, caring about people and caring about having solutions or being part of the solutions that solve some of the problems that we have wherever I may find myself. I'm always fascinated to have a fellow immigrant on the show. All of our experiences are different. So why did you immigrate to the U.S.? Oh, I could give you um, a whole lot of reasons, but no, I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to be a big fish in a small pond. So sometime in 2014, I decided I was going to start life all over again. New opportunities, new world, um, new decisions to make. Got to be a different person. Now, how old are you at that time when you're making this decision? Now I was uh, 26 or 25. Okay, so you were a man. I mean, you, you were an adult probably out on your own at that point and, and making your own decisions, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, with regards to making my own decisions, um, I went to boarding school when I was 14. I lived far away, uh, far away away from my parents. So I've, I've been out of home for a very long time. I moved to Morocco when I was 17. I lived there for five years. So that, that part of me left a long time ago, but it was just a different kind of decision at that point. Now, was it always the U.S. or were you looking at other places in the world that you wanted to live? So the, the world is like a wide open at that point, right? You're making these big decisions about life and, and, and how you're going to do things differently. Why the U.S.? And were you looking at some other options as well? So it's interesting. This is the first time anybody has ever asked me. Everybody pretty much assumes that the plan was to come to the U.S. No. I had considerations for Canada, Australia, Norway, 
I was looking for the best country for me to go do my master's degree. And the U.S. at that point wasn't even on the radar. It just was something that happened and I never left. Okay, something that happened. It, how can the U.S. just be something that happened? Did you say, did you say okay, I got to go study for my master's. This is the university that gives me the best opportunity to really excel. Or I'm looking at this city as I compared Norway and Australia, et cetera. What, what was it that closed the deal? Or you just kind of closed your eyes, pointed at the map, and wherever your finger landed, that's where you ended up? A series of things. So I have some family that lived here. I have uh, three uncles and aunt that live in America. So at that point in time, I knew I wanted to go to school, but I was consulting in Ghana. I, one of my biggest clients uh, is a Canadian company. I thought of going to Canada, doing some more work with them, but then family is here, close to Canada enough. So I was like, why don't I stop here for a little while and figure out if this will be it or this is just part of that journey. After about a year, it pretty much became it. Mm-hmm. One opportunity leads to another, different life changes, and then different decisions, and I never left. All right. So it, it, this was supposed to be a stopping place on to maybe your final destination. A year in, you decide, hey, I might as well put down some roots here. But you're also a military guy, right? So big decision to leave Ghana yeah. and come to the States. Equally Big decision to go into the military. What made that option seem attractive to you? And then what made you take that step to go into the military? So when you leave your country of origin to go somewhere, regardless of what the situation is, the biggest thing that you do not have is a network. You know, I have some family here. I didn't live with them. I don't have my friends here. or I didn't have my friends here at that time. Um, I didn't have so many people that I'd grown up with. Now, the closest thing to family that you'll find is a group of people going through the same situation. I'd come to love this country, love this city. What was the best way for me to establish my roots here than to make that sacrifice, to join a group of people who all understood what we were going through in boot camp, training, and all that, the military gives you that. It gives you a brotherhood. It gives you a group of people who get it, generations of people who understand that. And that allows me and allowed me at that point in time to feel grounded, rooted in something more American than myself. Wow. And did the military deliver to you what your expectations were? Because these are the promises, right? It's the brotherhood. It's the the people going through the same thing together, right? So this is the perception going in. Did it give you that return on investment uh, in your time? Uh, It gave me um, that and more, that and more. Um, No matter what you hear, the experience itself is way more than the stories, the people that you're with, boot camp sucks. Nobody's going to tell you anything else, but it teaches you a different part of yourself. It teaches you something else. How much can you pull from within you? Yeah, I thought I was a tough guy or whatever. Uh, I was a cadet when I was in high school, Um, went to boarding school, thought I was all that. But you learn that it's not all about you. And it teaches you a balance about being lethal by yourself, 
being strong by yourself, but still being able to be vulnerable and depend on other people to hold you and keep you strong. Nothing replaces that feeling. Okay. We could dig into that. I mean, there's so many gems there, right? So we need to do an extended podcast on that whole personal experience, but I got to bring it back to the subject at hand, Mm -hmm. which is the fact that you're a co-founder of Restart. So after your military experience, we're going to skip that middle piece because I know you probably had some other things going on, but what was the entrepreneurial spark? Were you always going to start your own business? Did you uh, think about maybe going to work for a large corporate. What what was the process to getting to the point of starting Restart? So Restart is my fourth venture that I've been a part of. Um, right after college, I knew that um, I didn't want to work for a large corporation. I didn't want to work for a big company. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to actually do something that mattered. So that I knew a long time ago. My parents had a big role to play in that because... Both of them were entrepreneurs. And so it was rooted in my mind. Um, When I got back from South Carolina, Fort Jackson, prior to leaving, I'd been a part of Empower Bus. That was a great experience. That was my first startup experience here in the U.S. Uh, Prior to that, I'd been part of one startup straight out of school and then started two companies um, prior to moving to the States. So Restart was what made sense at that time. Uh, my co-founder, Chad, and I had been talking before I'd even left. Um, he had this great idea, um, having been in the debt collection industry for well over 17 years, and he was doing something different. You know, we had this massive opportunity to help businesses provide better value, help people, make an impact while being really competitive. And I just couldn't pass on that. We have a great relationship and that allowed us to really look into what Restart was going to become. And that was what led me into uh, following up on this. Okay, so let's talk problem. What's the problem you're looking to solve with Restart? We're changing the way people find and grow careers and the way companies find talent. And that sounds like almost every other recruiting Uh, software or platform. But when I say we're changing it and redefining it, um, I'm being serious about that. We focus on where people spend their money and the businesses that benefit. Every single person, yourself included, has three fundamental financial relationships that don't change. You have a place that you sleep, so you're either um, taking a mortgage on your home or you pay rent. You have a healthcare facility where you go get healthcare. So a hospital, clinic, whatever you call it. And then there's a financial institution where you're either saving your money, investing your money, or borrowing some money. Those are the three fundamental relationships that we look at. For you to be able to afford those relationships with them, you need a steady, stable source of income. For you to have a source of income, you need to have a place where you work. By Working with those businesses to connect you as the person that's in between the most important to find a better career, we enable you to be able to afford all those financial obligations. And while we're doing that, it allows us to do something really marvelous with employers. For the first time, employers are able to find great talent through Restart, hire great talent, but not have to spend the money that they do on recruiters, on job boards, 
on so many avenues because when they work with Restart, we're getting paid to have this access to a talent pool by the apartment complexes and all of those. And we take that talent pool and connect it to the employers who need those people the most. Mm -hmm. That's how we're doing things differently. Okay. So let me, let me see if I understand this. So the question was the problem. So I have these three fundamental relationships. Here's where the problem comes in. I lose my job. And if I don't have the savings in my financial institution, then I start to have trouble on my mortgage or rent side, uh, mortgage or rent issues, stress, also contribute to health issues. So it's kind of a cyclical thing, right? They all relate to one another. Restart now goes to these three main financial relationships and says to them, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you can keep this person employed all year round so there aren't these disruptions in their ability to afford your service? Is that the value proposition? That is straight to the point, exactly that. Okay. Um, For any of these industries, when you look at it, wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to worry about defaults? You didn't have to be the bad guy sending your customers that you spend so much money acquiring to collections Wouldn't it be great if your rent was paid on time? And that's where Restart comes in. We focus on doing everything possible to keep people in better jobs or connect them to better jobs so they can keep affording their financial obligation to you. Okay, so it's simple, right? From the financial, so they're they're financially self-interested, right? In keeping their customers not only employed, but upwardly mobile. Right, The more money their customers make, the deeper the relationship gets, the bigger house you buy, the better neighborhood with higher rents you move into, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So let's flip it now onto the consumer side. So you live in an apartment complex, you have a job. How many of the people, as you're doing your market research, are actively looking where if you have a relationship with their financial institution, they would be in your funnel, so to speak. And how many people are just looking for a job is just not on their radar? What are you looking at with the relationships that you've established so far? So to actually get to the people, we get first to the businesses that they have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. This is not a B2C company. We're B2B focused on those first touch relationships. So to get to, say, John, who lives in Gravity, affords nice rent, great place. When he gets laid off at a nationwide, that starts to cause stress. Mm -hmm. We focus on building a relationship with his apartment complex so that before he ever experiences this, the two categories either he doesn't have a job or something happens and he loses his job or he wants to keep moving up in his job. He has access to us as a resource, a backup team of people who are always there to make sure that your career is flourishing. It's like a gym membership before your career. Ah, okay. So one step further in my understanding of what category we would place your service. So your service is like a perk. Exactly that. All right. So it's a, it's a benefit of banking here. It's a benefit of living here, right? You get access to restart and it's a career. What, what, what is the, the short description for what it actually is? Not for, what it does, but what it is. For businesses, we're a career-focused customer care company. Okay. It's customer service on a whole different level. Mm. Doing something that actually makes a difference. 
So I get it now. I'm completely crystal clear. So here's the issue. There's a third component here. So you have the relationship part of it with the with the business or with the apartment complex or the bank or hospital or whatever. You have the perk to their member, right? Member access it either at application or whatever they're auto-enrolled into it. They just have it because it's free to them. Yes. Third component is the employer who's seeking these jobs. What is the problem for them that makes Restart an attractive alternative? Oh, so many of them. Okay. Um, so we start by looking at what the figures actually look like. So Silk Road publishes this wonderful database that gives you all the stats from where people are being hired from, where employers are finding candidates, and how people are finding them. I'll look into two different parts of it. Access to opportunity, and then the actual process that employers go through to hire. You have about 83% of people who get hired from a job board. They're out there just pinging and pinging and pinging, sending resumes by the thousands, hoping that one of them is going to stick. It's a crazy process. You're not even paying attention to the job. You're not paying attention to the role. So for you as an individual, it's not your best optimized way. For the employer, they have thousands of resumes coming in and you have all your hiring managers focused on just sending rejections and being gatekeepers. Restart solves that problem by doing all of the heavy lifting in a five-step process that every candidate, everybody, member in our talent pool goes through to make sure that they are the right fit for any introduction that we ever make. So pre-vetted candidates, that's number one. Number two, we talk about diversity of candidates and making sure that opportunity trickles down to a wider um, net of people who live there. Banks, hospitals, apartment complexes do not discriminate The only thing that's common to them is the color green, money. So we have access to a much bigger pool of people, naturally diverse. We bring that pool to employers. And then the most obvious is the fact that it doesn't cost employers anything to work with us because our business model ensures that we get paid on the front end by the apartment complex, by the hospital, and by the banks. Okay, so let me, okay, so you you said something there is that (laughs) banks, hospitals, and housing don't discriminate. Okay, there are laws that say they shouldn't discriminate. We know sometimes (laughs) that is not always the case. All right, we'll leave that alone. We won't go into politics. This is a business show. Uh All right, so I'm I'm loving, you know, pre-vetted candidates, making sure that the employers who are engaged with you or the the employers that you engage with— have access to a more diverse pool of candidates, right? And because you guys are not, and I'm guessing that the software or the programming that you have is somehow dealing with some of the issues around unconscious bias, right? Because that's the only real way, right? So name on the application really doesn't matter. This person is pre-vetted, so the employer only gets address, maybe not even address, right? Because you can draw a lot of conclusions from addresses, right? So what are you sending over in this category of diversity and inclusion that's going to prevent some issues with unconscious bias, even if the goal is to provide a more diverse uh, pool? So I'll address that. Um, We're talking about product and service. Before Mm -hmm. I address that, I want to touch on one thing. Mm -hmm. Think of the incentive alignment, 
when you have recruiters, when you have job boards, and you have staffing agencies, who pays them? Employers, right? Who are they looking out for? The person that pays them. Mm -hmm. When they take your resume and send it out to 15 different employers, it doesn't matter what it is for. It doesn't matter whether it fits your career goals or it matters to you. All that matters is that you get to stay there for 30, 60, 90 days so they can get paid. And then on the other end, employers become more focused on getting their value, getting the worth of the money that they're spending. We align interests and incentives between qualified candidates and employers because none of them are paying us. Our job is to make sure that employers are getting served with the best candidates who actually want to work there because they have to say, this fits my career goals before we make that introduction. Either way, we're not taking any money. So what's the point of doing a terrible connection? Mm -hmm. So that's a fundamental difference in where the incentives lie with Restart and any other organization that you have out there. And then to answer your question directly, what process do we go through and what do we give employers? So it starts from the discovery. We have an internal talent development team and career coaches who work with these individuals to make sure that they actually know what they're looking for in a company to match their goals. They go through assessments. They go through their personal branding making sure that they're presentable for the people that they're interviewing for, and then we connect them. And when we connect them and we reach out to a great company like Bo Penguin and talk to Jamie, we let them know that here are all the details. So you have the resume. You have a video from the person because we believe that people are more than just a bunch of keywords. The story that I will tell you that gets you to trust me and know me you would never be able to see on a resume. And so we take the case notes from the career coaches work with that candidate, video responses, which we call um, a dossier, but it's basically a one minute 50 video resume of what makes this person great for you? What do they have that is needed in your company and how are they gonna help you achieve your goals? in their own words. So you can dig into the person and the role and culture that you're hiring for and make sure that that is what you get versus mm -hmm. a resume that goes through an ATS, comes out and spits out the same thing. So the only thing that you get to say is, well, I like his school. I like his name. My girlfriend was an alumni there. And so we battle that bias, not by hiding more details about a person, but by showcasing the depth of a person that we're connecting you to. I see. Okay. So you mentioned employers don't pay for it. I assume Perk members don't pay for it. So where does the monetization come into this? The monetization comes in from institutions like Muskingum University um, that uses Restart as a way out for people who take in student loans and are dropping out of college. We always think of the graduate with a student loan, but we hardly talk about the people who drop off without being able to pay. Um, 
we're talking institutions like uh, Red Capital Group, real estate development firm here, two apartments um, in Hilliard. We service their communities, getting them access to better jobs. Um, we have Gravity right here in Franklinton, Kaufman Developments. Uh, shout out to Brett, who does a lot of good work with us. Um, Brett is out here hustling. Yeah. So <laughs> Brett Kaufman has this big vision for what Gravity could be in the city of Franklinton. You've got a whole city that's gone through so much. But when you go to live there, you don't just get a place where you're living. You're getting a place that's invested in seeing you do well, flourish. And not just that, for someone who lives in the city, whether we like it or yes, Franklinton is going to get gentrified. One way of solving that is to elevate people in place, provide them with the skills provide them with the jobs, provide them with access to opportunity to make sure that they go along as the city grows. And that's what Brad is taking the forefront on. Well, I feel like I'm sold, right? Now that I understand fully all of the parties that are involved and the way that you add value to everybody. Now, you drop some names there, Muskingum, Red Capital, and Gravity, so clearly the product is out there, right? You're actually serving customers. What was the process like and the iterations that you had to go through to get to this end product? Did this baby get born fully formed or did you start off as something else and we now get to this very, very elegant cost-benefit analysis for all parties and everybody gets it and everybody's happy? How did this process work for you? So this, this process was definitely not born fully formed. Okay. Um, I talk about uh, Chad, my co-founder, um, excellent visionary. Now, Choice Recovery was a very first client. Think of it even as a parent. As a debt collection agency, they knew that they wanted to do things differently. And so for years, everybody who gets sent to collections, and I'm talking collections for 5,300 doctor's offices around the country, 90,000 accounts going into collections every month. That's huge. Giving those people access to be able to find a way out of debt was a lot more fruitful than saying, can you pay? Can you not pay? You get a knock on your credit, and then that's it. So Choice Recovery led the way with how they started this restart program. And as that took form, and we learned from that, we realized that a lot more businesses can make an impact this way. It's not just about talking about it, doing philanthropy, giving out points and discounts. It's about how do I change your life so that you can change the life of all the people around you? And so for a whole two-year period, we were learning, doing it by hand, calling on the phone without a platform, without software, without any of that. The amazing people on the talent team who had all the coaching sessions, over 10,000 on the phone with tons of people have, learned, have allowed us to learn this process and what works getting those people employed. And just this year, we're close to 800 people who've already found jobs through the program. So we're learning along the way. We definitely haven't arrived. But all of that process is now what makes it possible for companies like Gravity or Red Capital, Muskingham, to start seeing that, well, this is something that we can use to battle some of the problems that we have. And, you know, as a kind of marketing guy, 
a PR guy, the value of that deepening of customer relationship where they can say, you know, I was going through a rough time there, but because I live at Gravity or one of Red Capital's properties or I went to Muskingum, I didn't even graduate, but they held my hand through a process that was very scary and they, they were able to, you know, and I guess maybe I'm making an assumption about how um, branded you are in the lives of the members, but my initial reaction was that the help that you provide them would be somehow tied to the company that they received the perk through. How does that, how, how are you guys looking at that? How are you approaching that? I don't want to make any assumptions. 100%. So we always say that Restart is here to make you the hero as a company, not us. We don't want people talking about Restart helped me. Yeah, we're providing that help, but it's because there was an organization that saw the potential in your career. That's why they invested in you. And so it's really about those companies and it pays off. Um, You had Channel 6 that's interviewed uh, the Dispatch, Columbus Business First, they've written so many articles about choice recovery. They've won four times best place to work because of that. People leave Starbucks amazing culture to come work in a collection agency. Why? How many people do you know who are going to wake up and say, I'm going to work in a collection agency? Doesn't happen very much. But when you get there and you see the culture and you know that, I just walked into a different place. First of all, you approach every call with the consumer as an opportunity to get someone out of debt. And you have an amazing tool at your disposal You're having trouble paying? Maybe it's not even you. It's your son or your wife. We don't place any restrictions on that. You get to use Restart because some incident got you in debt. But Restart is going to help you get out of it. And Choice Recovery is a company that's doing that. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. And, you know, I know you're, you're, you're live and you have customers and you're continuing to grow um, it looks like you guys um, have your value proposition figured out. Um, it sounds like you have product market fit. You said you've helped up to 800 people already. Not just this year. Just this year. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine job. So so you, you, you guys, you're rolling right now. So what is 2020 to 2025, if you could picture out that far, what, do you, what does that look like for Restart? What are some of the goals or objectives you guys have set for yourself? So number one is really to grow in terms of using technology. So by the end of this month, we're coming out with our first platform. So the Restart platform is going to put the members and then the employers together in the same place. When you get a request from introduction from us, you can actually reach out, get to know the person, invite them into your company, interview them off of the platform. But also for the member, that technology is going to allow them to tap into upskilling opportunities, which is huge because we know the jobs of the future are in tech. So deepening our partnerships on the platform as well. We have Sparkbox in Dayton. We have Apprentice that's local here in Columbus. And then Silicon Valley Academy. Um, SV Academy offers business development apprenticeship with a guaranteed job at the end of 12 months, as long as you're willing to fly to Florida, New York, or San Francisco. Um, Apprentice offers anybody with the GED the opportunity to get the same level education 
that you get a tech elevator, but federally funded. You also have Sparkbox that is teaching a lot of front-end development software and helping you break into tech from that point. So partnerships are a big thing. Technology is a big thing. Um, we're also looking to grow our network of career advisors. We're working with a few more people that will be native and local to some of the cities around the country that we're helping people in. They understand the job market better. They bring on their own relationships. And we're doing that remotely. Going past the next two years into 2025, the big thing is really solidifying our platform and building a software that allows us to power the next generation of workforce development agencies. Around the country, you have great agencies like OIME's Jobs, Goodwill, Rescare, that are doing wonderful things for people in cities and urban areas like this. Now, the one thing that with restrictions they haven't been able to really tap into is the opportunity to reach people where they are. You still have to go to OMJ to go sit, talk to someone and all that. We want to build a platform that allows them to reach more people, taking advantage of technology, and knowing that millennials are going to occupy a greater part of the population to impact them. So that kid who has a side job, who's exploring a career, can still get in touch with someone from OMJ using our powered platform. That's a big long-term dream. But most important for us is to turn businesses from just transactions into relationships that are deep and impactful, because we understand what that means. For the bigger picture over the next 10 years, Columbus is looking to attract over 100,000 people. Now, if you think about it, all these people like me who find this city and many other cities around the country to be new homes, how do they adjust? How do they find opportunity? How do they develop those initial networks? That's what Restart is here for. So that when you go to pay your rent, your rent now becomes your ticket into a wider, much bigger network. A network of opportunity, a network of people who will connect you, a network of people who are invested in your career so you can move ahead, so those businesses will grow, so our cities will grow, and it's an ecosystem that we're building. It's a movement that if we can make something different where employers, businesses, and the individuals who really underlie all of these relationships are moving forward, maybe we can be a much better example of a city for other places to emulate. Sam, thank you so much. I'm inspired, man. I think uh, you, the dual mission of, of trying to build something that has impact in the way that you guys are doing it, I think is absolutely Amazing. I will definitely want to have either you or Chad back in a year for an update to see how things are going. But I close out every podcast with my one takeaway. And throughout this podcast, as we were talking, I just realized that one person's blind spot is another person's opportunity. What Choice Recovery did with the Restart program must have been a massive blind spot in the uh, collections industry. Definitely. They saw that blind spot, they took advantage of it, and they are best in class. And for all the startups and all the entrepreneurs out there, what is the blind spot in your industry? Not thinking about money, but thinking more about impact 
that you can take and you can do differently and you can change lives. Thank you for joining me on another episode. Peace. Six one four Startups Nation. It's a wrap. Thank you for listening. You can listen to this podcast on our website, www.614startups.com, and on all your favorite podcast channels like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. Also, 614startups.com is your one-stop shop for Columbus startup news, interviews, and events. Make sure you make 614startups.com part of your daily routine to stay up to date.